What if it were possible to lose your next 10 pounds without dieting? Listen closely and welcome to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, where you will discover the key components that most diets won't tell you because they want you to keep coming back. Not here. This is your last stop on the weight loss struggle bus. I am your host, Jennifer Dent Brown, life and weight loss coach, and I'm going to show you how to stop dieting forever. Let's jump into today's episode. Hello, good people. Yes, you heard me. What is up, good people? No matter what craziness is going on in the world around us, I choose to believe that there are still good people out there, and I believe that you are one of them. I know I have a lot of really good people in the Lux Life community, and I just want to take a minute to shout out Angie Life Coach. That is Angie with an I. She left me my very first review on iTunes. Can I just share it with you? I'm just so excited when I read it. She wrote, as soon as I heard Jennifer, I was hooked. As a fellow life coach, I appreciate life coaches who share openly and honestly. I am inspired by you, Jennifer. Keep up the amazing work. The sky isn't even your limit. May God bless you. Read that review and I was floored. This is such a special moment for me because I (laughs) hemmed and hawed releasing this podcast and relaunching the podcast back in, in the beginning of June. And it just seemed like it just wasn't a good idea to promote weight loss with everything that was happening in the country. I was in a lot of mind drama about it, but oh, the power of coaching prevails. And I was able to work through it. And here we are today. You're listening to episode number seven. And let me tell you, it was not an easy process trying to get to this point. And I shared my experience of how I worked through it as a guest on two podcasts. The first one was with Stacey Bayman, and the other one was with Elizabeth Salazar, two of my favorite life coaches on this planet. On Stacey's podcast, I shared how I was so terrible at self-coaching when I first learned about self-coaching just about almost two years ago. Man, time is flying. But I talked about how I just kept up at it, kept doing it, kept trying it. And then when I really needed it, I was able to tap into the power of using the model, which I'll talk about a little bit later in future episodes and self-coaching just to manage all of the emotions and all of the stuff that was coming up. In June, as I was living my life, experiencing my life suddenly as a Black woman and the Black Lives Matter movement heated up. And I specifically talked about how I moved from what I call self-surface self-coaching to real self-coaching. And I got so many notes of appreciation after that interview. So many people could relate to me. I was just like, because, you know, you speak, well, I don't know about you, but I'll just speak for myself. Like I listened to the episode. I felt very confident during the interview and I just love Stacey so much. And she was just listening to me intently and really engrossed in what I was saying. 
But of course, I listened back to it and I heard the other people, the other coaches interviewed by her. And I was like, oh, I shouldn't have said this. And I'm like second guessing myself. I'm like, I should have said this differently. And I'm still like weeks later, I'm still getting, I got a DM, a voice DM from a coach the other day, just like saying she just listened to the episode and how it was so powerful for her and how much she appreciated it. And I was like, oh my God, I appreciate you for even telling me that. (laughs) Because my brain wants to tell me that I did a terrible job. So it's nice to know that people appreciate my story. And so the other podcast interview that I did about coaching and this everything that was happening in June was with Elizabeth Salazar. And she's the host of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. And that interview was really interesting. It was like fascinating because I was just sharing my story, just sharing of like how I was in the river of misery and how terrible I was feeling and how unfocused I was. And as I was sharing my story to her and she was asking me questions, she literally was interpreting my brain as I was telling her what happened. It's like Elizabeth was my brain translator. So it's really cool to listen to because you're able to see how everything I was thinking that weekend led me to coming out of this personal storm that I was in so I could show up and serve and record and promote this podcast. I will put links to both podcast episodes in the show notes, but Stacy's podcast is called Making Money as a Life Coach, and the episode was a bonus episode released on June 20th called Real Self-Coaching with Jennifer Dent Brown, and Elizabeth's podcast is called Strategic Mindset, and our interview was episode 66, How to Focus When Distraction is Easy. And in fact, Elizabeth told me earlier this week that her mom loved that interview. I was like, oh, it's so sweet. So if you're not a coach and you're like, what the heck am I talking about? Surface self-coaching, the concept of self-coaching is new to you. I strongly suggest you listening to both of those interviews. Just put it on your to-do list. Save it as the next episode to play because learning how to coach yourself, especially around your weight is how you will evolve into the next version of you, version you 2.0. So definitely think those are two things that you should check out after, of course, you finish listening to this. Okay, so back to my special moment of reading my very first podcast review by Angie Life Coach. Thank you. I literally realized that, first of all, I didn't even see the, the review until this morning, And she had posted it a couple days ago. I had no idea where to look for reviews. And I actually was not looking specifically for reviews on iTunes. But I saw it this morning and I was just so excited. I like took a screenshot of it and sent it to my mom and to my brother. But I just want to thank you, Angie, for leaving that review. Because what it did is it made me realize that I had not taken the time to personally celebrate or acknowledge what I had accomplished in June with this podcast. And reading that review was God's way of thumping me on the head and telling me to take a minute and just pat myself on the back. And it also reminded me to thank my podcast editor, manager, publisher, I don't even know exactly what to call you, Colette, but thank you, Colette. We did a lot in a short period of time. Apparently, 
Podcast experts say you should give yourself like 50 days to launch a new podcast. And we did it in like 30. So shout out to you, Colette. Thank you so much for all of your help. And thank you again to Angie Life Coach for the very first review. But I wanted to serve as a reminder for all of us to celebrate ourselves. Celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. It is so easy to just keep going and going and going that we just don't take the time out to acknowledge our wins. So just take a minute right now and just think about anything that happened to you in the past seven days that you can celebrate. It doesn't have to be a huge, big thing. Maybe it's something small that you finally did. Maybe it's something that you finally accomplished, a conversation that you finally did, or a task that you finally did, or weight that you finally lost. How can you stop and celebrate yourself? So I plan to keep celebrating you guys, you all in the Lux Life community. I want you to send me your wins. Send me your ahas. Tell me, leave me a review and tell me all of the things that I've taught you that you have taken and have ran with and it's helping you and is beneficial to you in some way. And I will be sure to share that on a future podcast episode because I think it's really important that we need to keep reminding ourselves to stop and celebrate. All right, let's talk about two of my favorite topics in the world, losing weight and coaching. So if you remember in episode five, if you haven't listened to it, definitely go back and listen to it. This is the interview I did with my client, Lulu, and she shared how she lost her first 10 pounds without dieting. I've been getting a lot of feedback on that one too, which is so exciting to me and so exciting for her to be able to share her story. But one of the things that I discovered in that interview that I was her first coach. She'd never worked with a coach before. She never thought about working with a coach before, especially to lose weight. And it made me think because I feel like the majority of the world just doesn't understand what coaching is and how it can help them. And I would say like 99% of the women I do strategy calls with have not worked with a coach before. And I think it's so fun because I get a chance to blow their minds just by simply showing them how they're thinking, how their mindset is keeping them overweight. And this is the differentiator between working with like a personal trainer or a nutritionist or a dietitian when it comes to weight loss, because those professions will have you just focusing strictly on the action, right? Eat this, don't eat this, measure this, do this workout, count this many reps, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas a life coach shows you your brain, shows you your thinking. So I think we can all agree that if you have weight to lose, it's probably because you're overeating. And if you could just stop overeating, you could probably lose weight. If you could just stop overeating forever, you would probably be able to lose weight and maintain that weight loss, right? And I'm imagining you nodding your head in agreement right now. If it were that easy, I would not be in business. I would not be your life and weight loss coach right now. No one would have a weight problem and everything would be okay with the world, but that is not the case. You overeat because you don't know how to think like a person who doesn't overeat. It's that simple. 
you have created a pattern of thinking and feeling and eating, and it's like it's on repeat day after day after day. You're following the same pattern. And this pattern of overeating is on autoplay and you don't know how to stop it. So when I use the term overeat, I don't always mean like eating uncontrollably and like going into the closet and binging on everything. And sure, look, let's be honest, we've had those moments before, but let's look at some common overeating habits that we do all the time. Eating those last few chicken fingers off of your kid's plate? Mm-hmm. How about sharing your husband's jumbo popcorn sprinkled with M&Ms just because y'all are at the movies together? Or maybe it's just as simple as eating the last banana that's sitting on the counter because you don't want it to go bad. Or grabbing a handful of nuts a couple of times a day because you believe that they are super healthy. It's a healthy snack. Or making yourself a bigger plate of food at dinner because you don't want to be hungry later. Or how about this one? This is my habit for sure. Nibbling while you are cooking that said dinner, right? Or finishing off a bag of plant-based chocolate chip cookie bites because they're better than the regular cookies. Or eating an entire pint of keto ice cream because, hey, it's only uh, 300 calories for the whole thing. Anytime that you're consuming more calories than your body actually needs, you are overeating. Anytime you're eating when you're not physically hungry, you are overeating. The overeating happens because we tell ourselves it's okay to do it. And for some of us, we've been telling ourselves that it's okay for so long, we don't even consciously know what's happening. We just know that we're eating. Why does this happen? Because our brains, our lovely human brains, they learn through repetition. And we repeat something until our brain becomes so good at it that it becomes unconscious. So eating off of your kid's plate is a habit. I also thought about eating their bag fries when you pass them their Chick-fil-A bag to the back seat and you grab one or two out the bag real quick. It's a habit. Eating popcorn just because you're watching a movie is a habit. Eating food because you don't want to throw it away is a habit. Nibbling while you cook dinner is a habit. Do you see how these habits are formed? You have a thought like eating an entire pint of diet ice cream is not as bad as eating an entire pint of regular ice cream. And that thought makes you feel good in the moment. And then you act on that thought by grabbing your pint, grabbing your spoon, and going to town. And then the more you have that thought, the more ice cream you end up consuming. But we have our moments of clarity, right? We get on the scale and you know that you want to lose weight. And then all of a sudden you're thinking about the ice cream and you're thinking about all oh, the ice cream that you really like to enjoy at night. And then you're thinking, you know what? I probably should stop eating so much ice cream, but you'd be really sad if you had to give up your ice cream in order to lose weight. So you decide you'd rather keep eating the ice cream because it tastes so good, you're not willing to give it up yet, and then you don't want to feel deprived. So if you find yourself in the habit of eating ice cream every night, your brain has become really good at this decision-making process. Your brain 
and my brain too. It loves efficiency. And habits are a way of saving brain energy. Think about how many things you do on autopilot every day, like brushing your teeth, getting in the car and driving to a destination, making your coffee, waking up your kids in the morning, all efficient habits that in these cases are very, very useful for us. Now, where I come in as a coach is because I teach you how to identify where your overeating habits are formed. Most of the women that come to me are clueless about this process. So when they wanna change an overeating habit, for example, they wanna stop eating the evening ice cream, it can be really frustrating. You may be able to do it for a bit, like, okay, I'm not gonna eat any ice cream tonight. Nope, 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 no ice cream, no ice cream, no ice cream. But eventually, your brain will return to the habit that is learned and it's gotten really good at. You're gonna open the freezer by accident, oh, and there's that pint of ice cream looking at you. Or you're gonna look over at your husband and he's eating ice cream and all of a sudden, all you can think about is eating ice cream, right? So how can you break the habit of overeating? It's really, really quite simple. Once you can learn to identify how your thoughts lead you to eat, then you can begin to make some changes. And one of the simplest ways that I teach my clients to do this, anytime I get a chance to talk, I teach people how to do this. It's through an activity that I call pause. P-A-U-S-E, pause. And I am like holding my hand up as like a stop sign, pause. Pause helps you to become aware of what you're doing, very simply. It allows you to interrupt that autopilot cycle and you get a chance to stop it, okay? So this is how it works. And I want you to begin to do this immediately. And as my dad would say, that's quicker than soon. So, all right, pause. Every time you get the urge to put food in your mouth, I want you to pause and ask yourself, why do I wanna eat right now? And wait for your brain to give you an answer. Your brain is like Google. When you ask it a question, it will always search for an answer. Now, if you wanna acknowledge that answer is up to you, but this is the option that you have. Are you physically hungry or are you wanting to eat because of some other reason? And at that moment, you get to decide if eating the food is more important than breaking the habit of overeating, you get to choose. So this is your homework. You guys get an action item from this podcast. I want you to begin practicing pause. And every time you get the urge to eat, you get to practice pause. So you get lots of opportunities to practice. So every time you're thinking, ooh, I want to go get something to eat, or ooh, I think I can eat something right now. This is a chance for you to practice pause, and I want you to see what comes up for you. Your brain is going to throw all types of tantrums when you begin to interrupt your habit of overeating, and your brain is going to give you a lot of mind drama over a decision to open or not to open the last bag of kale chips in the pantry. Such simple decisions are going to seem really, really difficult, and then you begin to believe that something is wrong with you and that this shouldn't be a problem, this should not be a struggle, it is just freaking kale chips for goodness sake. And then this is a part where you start to feel badly about yourself because that desire to eat the chips or eat the ice cream or the fries from your kids' meals 
is so much stronger than your desire to lose weight in that moment. And that makes you feel like crap. It feels like you have no control. And then you give in to eating the very food you were consciously not trying to eat. I know, unprogramming these habits can be messy and it can be exhausting. And I want you to just be aware that if your brain goes in this direction, know that it is 100% normal. This is what our brains do. It takes effort to break old habits and replace them with new ones. So when you struggle or when you have a setback, it doesn't mean anything is wrong with you. It just means that you've got to keep working on becoming the next version of you, which is the woman who doesn't struggle with her weight anymore. It's the woman who doesn't struggle with making decisions about food. When all of this mind drama happens, it just means that your brain is struggling to learn something new. Like when you learned how to brush your teeth as a kid, or maybe you have a memory of teaching your own kids how to brush their teeth, and they struggled with holding the toothbrush, and you wanted to make sure they got all the teeth and the ones in the back and the ones in the bottom. Or maybe you remember the first time when you learned how to drive a car, you were not perfect at it. You had to think about driving the car forward. You had to look in the rearview mirror. You had to look to the side. You had to use your blinkers. I remember when I first started driving, I could not drive with the radio on. I had to drive in silence because I was concentrating so hard. I'm like, oh, don't talk to me. No, paying attention. <laughs> Right? Or maybe the first time you learned to make coffee, it was a little bit of a struggle. Maybe you have some fancy coffee machine and it was a little bit of a struggle trying to figure out how to make the perfect cup of coffee. You didn't master the perfect cup of coffee or learning how to drive or brushing your teeth on the first attempt. No. So I want you to understand that breaking the habit of overeating takes practice and repetition, but you can do it. I tell my new clients from the door, like, look, what we're about to do is not a quick fix. If you're thinking you can lose 20 pounds in 20 days, then we should probably not be working together. This is not a quick weight loss scheme. Learning how to undiet your brain takes time. It takes effort. But let me tell you, it is so freaking worth it. Okay, so in the spirit of stop and celebrate. I want to shout out my client, Naisha, who just posted in our group this week that she reached her lowest weight in years. Years was capitalized, all caps. So she's lost about 30 pounds since she's been working with me. How fun is that? I'm so proud of her. The same thing can happen for you, and I'm going to help you get started. Okay, are you listening? This month, the month of July, I am offering a free six-day challenge, how to lose your next 10 pounds without dieting. Yes, I'm going to show you how to lose your next 10 pounds in a six-day weight loss challenge. So it officially begins on July 27th, but you can sign up right now to join and I'm really excited about this because I'm planning on offering some really great prep bonuses the week before we begin to help you just get your mind ready. Because I remember when I was a professional dieter, you pick out the new diet 
And then it's like you had to spend the weekend, right? Because you always started the new diet on a Monday. So you would spend the weekend getting yourself prepared to give up all your favorite things beginning on Monday and usually ended up with like having your last meal <laughs> on Saturday or Sunday because you're like, oh, we're eating all your favorite things because on Monday we're about to get into it. So I'm doing these prep bonuses to kind of like address that mindset and just to show you a different way to think about learning how to undiet. So this is going to be so much fun. So yeah, it's 100% free. It begins on July 27th and six days, me and you and all the other women that are going to join um, the challenge. And we're just going to learn how to stop dieting. And one of the things we're definitely going to work on is breaking this habit of overeating. Just think about it. When you learn how to break the habit of overeating, then you can stop overeating. Yeah. So how do you sign up for the challenge? Good question. I'm so glad you asked. I want you to go to loseyournext10.com to sign up. That's lose your next and the number 10.com to sign up. Got it? Lose your next 10.com. It's going to be so much fun. Who knows? I'm probably going to be inspired to be giving away stuff and doing all types of fun stuff. But most importantly, you're going to learn how to think so you can release 10 pounds without feeling like you're on a diet. Did y'all hear Lulu's interview on episode five? If you didn't, go back and listen to her story. Because the one thing she said, it was like, I just lost 10 pounds. And she was like, I did not feel like I was on a diet. Perfect. That's exactly what I want. Okay, so y'all got homework to do. You're going to start practicing pause. And you're going to go sign up for the free six-day weight loss challenge at loseyournext10.com. Are you ready? Yep, let's do this. Oh, and by the way, before we go, I want you to subscribe to this podcast and leave me a rating. Tell me what you're doing, what you're learning from me that is useful. Tell me your wins. So we're going to stop and celebrate. And I want you to share this episode or share the podcast with someone else in your circle who needs to hear it. And let us all learn to stop dieting forever. All right, ladies, continue to live luxe, and I will see you in the next episode. Hey, 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 before you go, I have one more thing for you. If you like today's episode and want to learn more about the Stop Dieting Forever lifestyle, I have a free weight loss guide for you at jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever. In it, you'll discover the four things you must try before you give up on your weight loss goal. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to request your free copy. What do you have to lose but some weight? Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever right now. Don't put it off until later. Decide your health is worth the time now. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to discover what you can do to really stop dieting forever.